You're listening to the Reman Initiative. This is a short form podcast dedicated to calling men back into the kingdom of God. I'm your host, Joe Bailey. I'm a former prodigal son. I've got a 40-year relationship with Jesus that has been filled with moral failure, a lack of character, and a true restoration that only the Son of God could have ever offered. My hope here is that something from my life experience will cause other men to want to rise up and set their feet back towards home. Welcome to the Reman Initiative. Hey guys, thank you for taking a few minutes to join the show. We're wrapping up our series this week on True Grit. If you haven't listened to the first three, please go back and do so. If you have, let's get into it. Over the past three weeks, we have been discussing True Grit. We said that grit is an X-factor characteristic that gives a man great resiliency and the ability to remain at peace and strong in the midst of harsh trials and the storms of life. Determined that the foundational building block of this sort of grit is true love. That courage is love, as Sebastian Younger observed, while in the firefights of Afghanistan with our army. And that what made warriors truly fierce was not a hatred for what was in front of them, but a deep, resolute love for what was behind or beside them. We discussed how the absence of true love leaves a vacuum that is filled by hopelessness, And we talked about some of the ways that hopelessness manifests itself in our society and in our own lives. We looked at a clear, concise description of true love by reading 1 Corinthians 13 so that we could be aware of what it looks like and have the ability to discern between what is true love and what is not. And finally, we proposed that since God is love and we are designed by Him to operate and run on His love, that anything else we try to run this life on will eventually fail. The bedrock of true grit inside of us as men must start with a reconciled relationship with the Father through faith in the finished work of the Son, Jesus. This series was not meant to be an exhaustive study of this topic. The intent of this series is to make you aware and to cause you to determine in your own heart And seek the truth about this, to to seek God about this and learn for yourself how faith in Jesus and the operation of the Holy Spirit that dwells inside of a renewed man can build real, true grit. And that all other methods, tips, tricks, and life hacks will never be able to produce that. We will finish our discussion today by looking at some instruction given to the early followers of Jesus by the Apostle Paul. Instructions that were intended to teach those who follow Jesus the truth of what Christ has done for us, how the presence and power of Holy Spirit who dwells in us enables us to live in that love, and that this love we have been invited into is unlike any other far more powerful than anything we'll ever face, and more to be trusted than anything else this world could ever offer. Since this teaching is the inspired Word of God, which is alive and powerful, I simply want to read it to you 
and let it speak for itself. Romans chapter 8. So now, there is no condemnation for those who belong to Christ Jesus. And because you belong to him, the power of the life-giving spirit has freed you from the power of sin that leads to death. The law of Moses was unable to save us because of the weakness of our sinful nature. So God did what the law could not do. He sent his own son in a body like the bodies we sinners have. And in that body, God declared an end to sin's control over us by giving his son as a sacrifice for our sins. He did this so that the just requirement of the law would be fully satisfied for us who no longer follow our sinful nature, but instead follow the Spirit. Those who are dominated by the sinful nature think about sinful things. But those who are controlled by the Holy Spirit think about things that please the Spirit. So letting your sinful nature control your mind leads to death. But letting the Spirit control your mind leads to life and peace. For the sinful nature is always hostile to God. It never did obey God's law, and it never will. That's why those who are still under the control of their sinful nature can never please God. But you are not controlled by your sinful nature. You are controlled by the Spirit if you have the Spirit of God living in you. And remember that those who do not have the Spirit of Christ living in them do not belong to Him at all. And Christ lives within you. So even though your body will die because of sin, the Spirit gives you life because you have been made right with God. The Spirit of God who raised Jesus from the dead lives in you. And just as God raised Christ Jesus from the dead, He will give life to your mortal bodies by this same Spirit living within you. For this reason, dear brothers and sisters, you have no obligation to do what your sinful nature urges you to do. For if you live by its dictates, you will die. But if through the power of the Spirit you put to death the deeds of your sinful nature, you will live. For all who are led by the Spirit of God, those are the children of God. So you have not received a spirit that makes you fearful slaves. Instead, you received God's spirit when he adopted you as his own children. Now we call him Abba, Father. For his spirit joins with our spirit to affirm that we are God's children. And since we are his children, we are his heirs. In fact, Together with Christ, we are heirs of God's glory. But if we are to share in His glory, we must also share His suffering. Yet what we suffer now is nothing compared to the glory He will, will reveal to us later. 
For all creation is waiting eagerly for that future day when God will reveal who His children really are. Against its will, all creation was subjected to God's curse. But with eager hope, the creation looks forward to the day when it will join God's children in glorious freedom from death and decay. For we know that all creation has been groaning as in the pains of childbirth right up to the present time. And we believers also groan, even though we have the Holy Spirit within us as a foretaste of future glory. For we long for our bodies to be released from sin and suffering. We too wait with eager hope for the day when God will give us our full rights as His adopted children, including the new bodies He has promised us. We were given this hope when we were saved. Now, if we already had something, we don't need to hope for it. But if we look forward to something we don't yet have, we must wait patiently and confidently. And the Holy Spirit helps us in our weakness. For example, we don't know what God wants us to pray for. But the Holy Spirit prays for us with groanings that cannot be expressed in words. And the Father, who knows all hearts, knows what the Spirit is saying. For the Spirit pleads for us believers in harmony with God's own will. And we know that God causes everything to work together for the good of those who love God and are called according to His purpose for them. For God knew His people in advance, and He chose them to become like His Son, so that His Son would be the firstborn among many brothers and sisters. And having chosen them, He called them to come to Him. And having called them, he gave them right standing with himself, and having given them right standing, he gave them his glory. What shall we say about such wonderful things as these? If God is for us, who can ever be against us? Since he did not spare even his own son, but gave him up for us all, won't he also give us everything else? Who dares accuse us whom God has chosen for his own? No one. For God himself has given us right standing with himself. Who then will condemn us? No one. For Christ died for us and was raised to life for us, and he is sitting in the place of honor at God's right hand pleading for us. Can anything ever separate us from Christ's love? Does it mean that he no longer loves us if we have trouble or calamity? Or are persecuted or hungry or destitute or in danger or threatened with death? As the scriptures say, for your sake, we are killed every day. We are being slaughtered like sheep. No, despite all of these things, overwhelming victory is ours through Christ who loved us. And I am convinced 
that nothing can ever separate us from God's love, neither death nor life, neither angels nor demons, neither our fears for today nor our worries about tomorrow, not even the powers of hell can separate us from God's love. No power in the sky above or in the earth below, indeed nothing in all creation will ever be able to separate us from the love of God that is revealed in Christ Jesus, our Lord. Guys, when this becomes true to you, when you can truly know and live in this, that God is your loving Father who has chosen and adopted you to be His beloved Son, and you can start each day knowing that you are truly loved as you are, And your Father has indwelled you with the person of Holy Spirit so that you can be transformed into all that He has intended for you to be from the foundations of the world. When you know that no trial or hardship can ever overcome you and that nothing will ever be able to separate you from His love, you have true grit because that love is far more powerful than anything in heaven or in earth and you can never be separated from it. Hardships will come, trials will come, dark days are a part of this pilgrimage, but you have the power to face them in absolute peace because we know that we are the sons of God and are truly loved. Therein lies true grit. If you don't know this to be the truth, then I pray that the Holy Spirit would move on your heart and that you would come to know the truth of what Christ has done for you. That you would turn over control of your life, which is an illusion, and ask the Holy Spirit to take control. Accept Christ as your King and start learning what it means to live in true love so that you can have true grit. I hope this has been a help to you guys. I hope you've enjoyed this uh, this series on true grit. And I hope it gives you something that you can stand on. Until then, until we talk again, may the Lord bless you and protect you. May the Lord smile on you and be gracious to you. May the Lord show you his favor and give you his peace. God bless, brothers. You've been listening to the Reman Initiative. For more information, check out our website at www.experienceremand.com. There's a contact page there. Why don't you take some time to drop me a note and let me know what you thought of today's show? Or maybe you've got a question you'd like for me to dive into in a future episode. Let me know about that. Hey, if you like what we're doing here... Why don't you give us a five-star review on Apple iTunes? It'll help us reach other men with what is intended to be a lifeline and a message of hope. Until next week, have a great day, guys. God bless.